What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Taking Shots. I'm Nick with Addison, as always. Addison, how are you? Hey, guys. Uh, I don't know about you, but I am feeling uh, loose, juiced, and ready to cruise into talking about some football. Yeah, I love it. Love to hear it. What are you drinking over there? So, as you guys know, we're on uh, Christmas break. It'll be like this for the next five weeks, unfortunately, so we won't be together, but you know, we're still going to keep going with the content and the podcast for you guys. Um, so, what are you drinking over there in South Carolina? Oh, we got that good Irish whiskey. You're drinking some Jameson up in here. My dad. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, I don't, I'm not a big uh, whiskey kind of guy, so uh, I'll go, I'll go vodka as always, vodka and tequilas for me. All right, we'll get into this uh, past weekend, weekend betting wise, and weekend with our. talk uh, towards the end after we get through all of our games but you know i'll, I'll kind of recap our past week so as i said we are away for um christmas break so there will be no death shot for the next upcoming weeks but we will have a um overall tally for our six games that we pick i we are going to include wild card in this so we are going to pick Six games, and then our total record after the five weeks. Um, the loser after the five weeks, when we get back to school, has to take the death shot. So it'll be a little interesting to see how the, these five weeks take place. So my f- games uh, this week, I went 11-5, and five, making my overall record 131-75-1. But my death shot total, I went 2-6, and six, which isn't very good. Uh, that's rough. I think I'm right in that same boat with you. Yeah, um... Addison went 10 and 6 overall, so he did lose a game. He went 128, 78, and 1, but he did also go 2 and 6 for our death shot tally. So that's that was a little rough. It was a rough, uh, rough tough. weekend, uh, for the NFL wise. Yeah, I was, I was cruising in the early games. I think I lost about almost every afternoon game. Yeah, yeah. I... You know, how did your betting go this past weekend? I know, I know, Thursday was a little rough. I'll, I'll give you the the spotlight first, so you could talk touch upon your your Cowboys. But wait, hang on. First, we do that. Let's take a shot. Ready? Oh, of course. You got it with you. Oh, absolutely. All right. Cheers. Virtual All cheers. Right, bottom, Clink. Bottoms up. Yep. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Smooth. All right, go ahead. Talk about your Thursday game with the Cowboys. We'll kind of just get into it. We'll each talk about our own teams, and then we'll get into our picks. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say uh, frustrated is an understatement as far as uh, how the Cowboys stand. But, uh, you know, even as, as, bad as, it, as bad as it is, they uh, somehow are hanging on to that first place in the NFC East. Um, you know, Philly won the Monday night game uh, against the Giants last night. What a comeback. What a yeah. Comeback. Uh, I know. I was I was kind of pissed. I was hoping Eli could get it done and keep that one game buffer. But it looks like NFC East is basically going to come down to that Week 16 matchup between Dallas and Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, you know, it's been it's so frustrating because uh, you know. Oh, and news this week too: Cowboys finally released Brett Maher. Uh, so, I saw that. Yeah, and, he's, he's, and he's they signed Kai Forbath. They kind for, Yep, took Forbath. They originally uh, the Cowboys actually originally drafted Forbath. Uh, fun okay. fact. But, um, yeah, so they got him back. I don't know if I have any more confidence in him than I did in Maher, but 
Uh, you know, any anybody, I mean, he's missed 10 field goals and leads the league in missed field goals. So, I mean, it's time for him to go uh, because it, it proved the last two weeks that field goals that he missed, uh, you know, came into, came into play at the end of the game. But, you know, I think everybody keeps saying, you know, the roster on paper is still there. Um, you know, what the disconnect is definitely from uh, coaches and players, though. There's Jason Garrett's completely lost control of that team. The talent's been there all season, but he has done absolutely nothing to control it. And I, I think I can kind of see, you know, Jason Witten finally had his little blow up on the sideline, even after a play on field was seen uh, yelling back at the coaches. So, I mean, the tensions are running high, but, you know, I think the team still realizes where they are. Um, you know, they can still get into the playoffs and, you know, all you, all you need is to get in, you know, the, the Seahawks are, yeah, I think it was the Seahawks like in 2010, they went like seven and nine and won a playoff game. So, I mean, it's still it's still possible for them to make a run if they get hot at the right time, but you know for sure did not see this season going six and seven. Yeah, so far. I mean, that's just it's just crazy. I mean, did you see that like petition that they had going on, uh, or like the owners or people were like talking about revamping the NFL playoff system to prevent something like this happening? Yeah, it was more. I mean, it's happened. I think this is like the third time in like ten years or something. It's happened. Like it, I remember it's because it was the Seahawks, but then also the AFC South. I think it was had a losing a team with a losing record make the playoffs. Probably somewhere almost like ten years ago. But that I, I saw that too. Yeah. But it's more of just like general public talk. The owners met, and it was never even a topic of discussion. So um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I saw that happening, and then it wasn't really that big of a deal. Uh, I just saw I just saw a headline and like they're not going anywhere with it. I'm like, oh, that was just a waste of a reading. Well, before they before they NFL changes anything, the first thing they need to do is change the overtime rule to some like college. I mean, yeah, that that, that should be changed because I was talking to my dad while we were watching the uh, the Giants Eagles game last night. It's like, yeah, it's great. Philly goes down, wins the game, but I mean, you should have an opportunity to possess the ball in overtime. Like, you, you yeah, can't, that kind of you can't in the goes... NFL. You can't just not be allowed to touch the ball in overtime yeah that kind of goes back to you know last year's afc championship game with you know tom brady and uh, patrick mahomes where people were like patrick didn't even get to touch the ball because the patriots won the toss yeah i mean that kind of kind of goes back to that but for me betting wise this weekend was pretty good i mean i know you you uh you lost obviously the cowboys game did you put any anything in play with anything for college football uh bowl season uh championship weekend anything for this weekend or no uh, so I took, uh, I took in, in bonus funds and Bovada, uh, Christmas season. Thanks for the, the gift of giving Bovada. Um, but you know, I had, a, I had a little bit left, so I had, I had a gut feeling as far as the PAC 12 championship starting on, uh, Friday. I, I didn't have the confidence in Utah. So I was rolling with Oregon and I was like, you know what? PAC 12 game, we're going over. So I, I rolled the dice with those two. Didn't parlay it, but I just took them individually. Um, won those. Um, and then I took, uh, Clemson to cover the spread against Virginia. They did that handedly. So there you go. Those, those are the three, three wins. Uh, I thought about taking Baylor to cover, I think they were nine and a half, uh, in the big 12 championship. They ended up covering, but I didn't take that one. Yeah. I mean, I took, uh, so I spent my night started Friday. I mean, I took Oregon, uh, against Utah. I think Utah was a little overrated and I, Oregon to cover. I should have picked a money line, but. I just took the points. They won out, right? Then I took Baylor plus nine and a half. That one. I took LSU minus seven and a half. Or um, that was easy. Everyone was on Georgia, and I was like, "Yeah, no oh. way." Yeah. So speaking of that, I was, I was 
uh, riding around listening to ESPN radio. And I guess this local upstate ESPN reporter guy on the radio was talking about, um, yeah, Georgia has got that tough defense. Like I'd never lead you wrong. Georgia's the best bet you could make here. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like you sound like the biggest idiot right now. Cause they are going to get shellacked. Yeah. That, that was, that was easy money there. And then I took the over in the Clemson game, which was easy. Um, that was about it. I didn't touch the other game. That was a good, a good Saturday for me. Um, and then Sunday, uh, you know, I had a good morning. I took for the Ravens versus Bills game. I took uh, uh, Ravens minus a half for the first quarter. They yeah. kicked the field goal and they won that three nothing. Uh, I took the live over in the Saints 49ers game. Uh, so the original over was at forty five, and they covered yes, that. They, they scored that. like ninety one, like no, yeah, yeah. 94? So they covered they covered that in the first half, but for me, I took the um, live game over at seventy four and a half, and it hit. Yeah, and so which I was great. Blew that too, and then I had Vikings minus twelve and a half, and they won by thirteen. So um, it was good. And then I didn't bet the Patriots Chiefs game. We'll get into that after. I'm gonna need another shot before I talk about that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I didn't bet on that game, and then I just I lost the Seahawks game because fucking oh god, the goddamn Rams. Yeah, I, I thought the Seahawks were gonna win that game easy, and the Rams just come out out of nowhere. Yeah, all right. Well, I, I was I was disappointed because I lost my wild card lock of the century that I declared last week, and the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat Philip Rivers at home in yeah, four o'clock slate. And, yeah, Jacksonville put up like what three points or something. Like, I mean, they got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've learned right. my lesson. I've learned my lesson. Let's take a shot. We'll kind of discuss briefly, and then we'll get into our picks of the Patriots Chiefs games. I don't want to dive in too in depth with that because there's a lot going on. But let's take a shot. Cheers. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. Well, I know Addison. You're probably you know you're an adopted Chiefs fan, which I still find a little a little obscure because you know kind of jumping on the bandwagon of the Chiefs here. But I'm going to let you do your thing. But for me, with this, uh, you know, you know, you and you as everyone else, if you're not a Patriot fan, hate the Patriots, correct? Oh, for sure. Okay. And I know everyone's like, oh, the Patriots get all these calls, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to discuss any play. I'm not going to discuss passing interference about the refs sucking. This is about the refs sucking. I'm not talking about the passing interference call Philip Dorsett towards the end of the game. I don't care about that. The the blown whistle fumble recovery that Stephen Gilmore would have ran for a touchdown. They blew the whistle too early. Not going to talk about that. I just want to talk about how fucking stupid you have to be to call Harry out of bounds. Because I know, you know, the Patriots still would have been down like three or whatever after they got that touchdown, but the whole momentum would have changed and they wouldn't have needed a touchdown late um, when, uh, late in the fourth quarter to win the game or to tie the game. They would have needed a field goal and they could have gotten a touchdown to win it. So there are a whole bunch of different factors. I just don't understand how you don't have like, you know, I was listening to part of my take, shout out part of my take today. Why don't you have a sky judge? Why don't you have a, like a sky ref? Have someone up there that can kind of just see blatantly. Because the guy, the ref was saying he was blocked out by the Chiefs guy, so we couldn't see it. 
Like, why don't you have someone up there to just make sure that doesn't happen? Because he obviously didn't. Patriots, you hate the Patriots, and I know you do. And you always complain about Patriots got all these calls. But you have to admit, the Patriots got screwed on that play. And they ended up kicking a field goal because they couldn't punch it in from there. So I just don't understand. And, you know, the Patriots didn't look good. The Chiefs didn't look good. I mean, they looked good for the first half, but then the Patriots defense figured them out. Patriots got it going offensively in the second half. It was kind of a tale of two halves here. I mean, I like I said all season, I hope the Patriots don't make the play, don't make the Super Bowl because I want to actually enjoy the game and bet on it and everything like that. And I think the Rams are they're not the Rams, the Ravens are the better team. So I'm not. This isn't the Patriots bias coming out, but I think the Patriots did get really screwed over by that. And, and But this game with this loss, it didn't affect anything. It didn't change the standings. Patriots still have the two seed. So, you know, I just – I don't know. What do you, what do you have to say? I, I want to get your opinion on it real quick. So, yeah, I mean, I'll try to make it as quick as possible. So, I agree. Like, refs have definitely missed some calls, big calls in that game, but it's not the first time refs have missed big calls uh, in games before, you know, the Saints-Rams game last year at the pass interference or whatever. Yeah, but you thought um, they would have been like, able to – Fix some so, of yeah, I mean, and the whole thing this year was supposed to be like, if you're in doubt or something, you know, let the play play out. Uh, so like the fumble, they've been they've been doing a pretty good job of letting those fumbles play out and then going back to review them or, um, you know, that <laughs> call out of bounds or he was still in bounds. They should have let that one play out because then it'd be a scoring play and they can review it because uh, the Pats were also out of challenges at that point too, so they couldn't even yeah. go back and take a look at it because they blew the play dead. And they shouldn't have been out of challenges because, again, uh, it's minor details of the officiating, but that Travis Kelsey over the first down, whatever yeah. it was, that they like marked two yards or like a full yard and a half in front. Uh, it still might have been a first down, but you still would have won the challenge of the placement of the ball. Yeah. So they lost I... that challenge, and then they won the fumble challenge. So they since they lost the first challenge, they didn't get three. So right. I just – that's that's that was another thing that kind of just didn't go in the favor, and it, it happens. It happens in every team. Yeah, I mean everybody's gonna face something like that, but yeah, I think that they. I mean, I don't think the Patriots really played well enough to even win that game. They got down early. Granted, yes, they did figure it out after halftime and try to make a comeback, but I mean you can't get out the holes like that. And I mean, if you look at um, you know the full like box score and team stats after. Basically everything was favored in in the Chiefs. Chiefs. Favor, so. No, yeah, I I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I mean I'm it didn't it didn't necessarily. I mean, yes, the score would have been a little different uh, had the refs let those play out. But I mean, you also can't really say that that was also the deciding point of the game because the Pats really didn't play well enough to go win that. Yeah, I know, but with the you know you get the touchdown, it could have changed the whole momentum of the game. Yeah, yeah, the Patriots got the ball back, but. You know, they would have had a different mindset, different mentality that it could have changed the entire aspect and flow of the rest of the game. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Uh, so keeping with the Pats here, though, what's your take on this whole uh, Spygate 2.0 thing going on? You know, it is. I agree or not agree. I saw what the Patriots put out last late last night during the the you know, Giants Eagles game, you know. I do think that they were filming the documentary thing. I do not believe that it was intentional because it was a third party. But 
I think the only reason why this is being blown out of proportion is it's because it's the Patriots. Yeah. Like if this was any other team, and I was reading articles today, if this was any other team, there have been plenty of instances of like other teams, you know, having, you know, like the, the, a couple years ago, you had the headphone malfunctions and you had this and you had that where they couldn't hear. I do not think the Patriots intentionally did this. Yes, they'll probably lose like a first round draft pick, but I do not think it was intentional. Patriots are cooperating. They're not, they didn't hide footage. They right, they gave it right over when they found out they were in trouble. They didn't know anything. I don't, I think Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick is completely in the clear. And, you know, and I know you as a Cowboys fan, what about that Cowboys, uh, the guy last December? Do you remember that? Last December? What was it? What do you mean? Well, I think it was last December. It was like, you know, it was a cowboy. It was a, it was some game. It was like a, like the Saints versus somebody game. And the cap Dallas Cowboy guy was on the Saints sideline, like with his headphone on and everything wearing like a Cowboys polo. And they weren't playing them at all. Uh, honestly, so I don't I, even remember. So I have no idea. No, yeah, I, I saw it. Like I said, it was like one of the examples that like other teams like have had implications, but it was blown. It wasn't blown out of proportion like this one because it's not the Patriots. Yeah, but I mean, so at the same just, time, the Pats have also think... created this persona of themselves. I mean, they had Spygate, which actually I didn't even remember what they were penalized for until this came out. And really, in 2007, after their whole big thing, they really got a pretty good deal for you know, the significance of what they did. I mean, Belichick got fined half a million and the organization only had to pay 250,000, which is like, I mean, for those two guys, that's like pocket change. That doesn't even hurt a bit. And then they only lost the first round draft pick. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it, you know, obviously there still has to be an NFL investigation, but I think the Patriots, yes, they were slightly involved, but I don't think it, it was meant to do like the thing like they, well, yeah. they didn't I, mean, hide I, I know it's pro- it may or may not be intentional i mean we won't know until they release whatever's on that footage and go through exactly. it but i mean at the same time it is like it's weird that it you know it's happening in the press box and just like a, like during a game like that i feel like they could have staged like if they're doing that documentary or whatever they could have done it somewhat differently because it does come off a little bit shady I guess, yeah. I mean, but the the whole thing is like it's not like they were hiding around, like they. Well, had, yeah. I mean, they were when they were, late, pre- so. when they were in the press box. They got the credentials from the Browns. The Browns signed off on it, so like it wasn't like they just brought a camera crew in and started taping. So I think it was just kind of mishandled well. And the independent agency, maybe, well, like they said, was on the sideline filming. They didn't know they had to be. They couldn't get this close because they were no one told them or whatever. But it's not like they were there involuntarily just recording, right? Okay, well, after that whole thing and talking about the Patriots losing, the Cowboys losing, and all this shit, let's take another drink. We'll get into our games real quick, uh, and we'll just talk about the lines here. You ready? Sure. Yeah, let's go for it. I, 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 <clears throat> I also am batting, battling a little bit of a cough. Um, you know, it is cold up here, changing from South Carolina to um, the Jersey air. It's a, little, it's a little colder up here. A little colder, a little dry. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So the first game we're going to talk about is the Rams versus Cowboys. It's basically a pick them. Rams are giving one in Dallas over under 49. What's your take on it? Are you taking Cowboys? I'm assuming you're taking Cowboys. Uh, It's tough. So I, the Cowboys, I'm I'm writing Cowboys. Yeah. I'm going to take the Cowboys, but it's hard 
to stick with them, but be, I think the only reason that I am uh, is they still know that they're in first place. It's going to come down to Week 16 against Philly. They ha- This is one of those games they're going to have to win because I think uh, they have um, – it's the Rams, then they play the Eagles, and then I think it's the Redskins. Um, so I think Dallas knows that if they can take, they can take care of the Redskins and then it's going to be a battle because they got to travel to Philly. But if they give themselves that Redskins win and, and no, no game is guaranteed for this team anymore right now, but hypothetically looking at it, you know, Redskins suck. Cowboys take that game. If they win one of these two out of the the Eagles and Rams game, they're, they're going to be in. Uh, so I think that's their, their kind of motivation. So, I'm going to stick with the Cowboys at home on this one. And, I mean, there's no point in messing with the spread with one point. So, Yeah, just take them. I mean, I, I'm going Rams, you know. I just – I know it's a shocker, but um, – I don't hate it. I mean, it makes sense. Like, I know. It's kind of just one of those – it's one of the tougher games of the week. I'm betting, I'm betting as a fan right now, so. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm betting – I'm betting – just the Rams in general, they looked really well, looked really good against the Seahawks on Sunday Night Football. The Cowboys have just looked defeated. That that defense for the Ram for uh, for the Rams held Russell Wilson to twelve points. I know you know Dak is the the leading uh, passing yards or whatever, but I just I see them stopping them. I see I just see this team. The Cowboys kind of got you know def- a little deflated. I I hate to say it, but kind of given up. They've kind of given up, you know, losing to Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. I know they're in the hunt, but to losing to them, I granted, yeah, it was at home. But I just don't see – I think they want they want Jason out. Dak wants to get his new contract. And I know he's probably playing for his contract, but him and Jerry probably have the side deal under the table of what's already going to happen. You know, I just don't see them doing it because if you got to think about it, do you not make the playoffs? Here you go, Here's your two situations. Do you make the playoffs – and then you got to face, you know, the Seahawks and just get fucking destroyed by them. Or you don't make the playoffs and you just well, rest easy, start rebuilding for next year. Yeah, that's the playoff matchups is where it's interesting because right now they're slotted to play the Seahawks, but they're hosting yeah. that game. But even, I mean, the the NFC West with Seattle and the 49ers still isn't settled. So, I mean, I, we could even see the, the Cowboys play the 49ers and that would be a shit show. Exactly. So it's just... It's just well, I mean, all... they're they're gonna have to go through even if they get Seattle they're gonna have to go through Seattle like the Saints and Forty ers I mean I don't see them make I mean they might get past like Seattle if Seattle puts up a game like they did against the Rams and the Cowboys beat them in the playoffs last year but I don't see that I mean and then I mean Dallas and the Saints if they somehow draw the Saints I mean the last three times those teams have met it's been like a three point game and Dallas has played them pretty well. But I don't see I don't see really in the NFC anybody getting past San Francisco. Yeah, uh, I mean obviously I'm, I'm hoping for the Saints, but you're right. The San Francisco looked pretty well. That was a very fun game to watch. Forty uh, Nineers versus Saints. Um, we're, we're okay, take a shot here. Talk about our next game of Bears versus Packers. So throw back to uh, throw back to the first game of the year. Mm-hmm. Or I lost a lot of money on that game. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you and me both. All right, Bears Packers. Packers giving five at home over under forty one. Um, I'm going Packers. Um, the only reason why I'm going Packers is in Lambeau. Yeah, I think the home crowd, home crowd in Green Bay is a big factor. 
Bears, yes, they're in the hunt, and they really need to win out to have any chance of playing so they to make the playoffs. So they are playing for something. Packers are in the playoffs. I feel like they haven't clinched yet, but they they also got to play for something because they got to go against the Vikings who are right on their heels. I'm going to go Packers at home, give them the home field advantage here. And I, I would lay the five points. I do think this is going to be a touchdown game. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the game is in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to absolutely take uh, Rodgers at home. Um, you know, Bears defense is always pretty solid, you know, last couple of years. So, I mean, I think they're going to keep them in check just a little bit, but I still have zero confidence in the Bears offense. Um, you know, I, I know the Cowboys made Mitch Trubisky look like Lamar Jackson, but I I think the Packers are going to show up in a way that really shows us back to where Mitch Trubisky truly should be, and that's going to be containing him, forcing him to throw. Because um, you can't let Trubisky beat you with his legs. you got to make him stay in the pocket and throw because he is a <laughs> shitty thrower uh, from the pocket. So uh, I think if the, back, if the Packers contain him, which I think they will, uh, there's no way that Mitch can outduel Aaron Rodgers, at, especially at Lambeau. Yeah, I agree. All right, talking about our next game, Texans versus Titans. Titans minus three at home over under is 50. Um, Texans got upset last week against the Broncos. Titans, big push. They could still this – is, this is a divisional game up for grabs in the division. You know, they play each other twice in the next three weeks. What do you got? Uh, I already know who I'm going to take, and I, hope, I think it's maybe the same one as you. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take the Texans. I know they laid an nope, egg. never mind. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm going to take the Texans. They laid an egg last week against Denver at home. Um, I don't know what happened there. I think, you know, maybe the curse of the uh, Average Joe's uniforms because their defense played like Average Joe. So, <laughs> um, But Average Joe won, though. They did, they did, but I'm, I'm talking ending. about I'm talking about Joe Schmo off the street. They played an incredibly average, uh, especially for that Houston Texan defense, incredibly average to below average, uh, you know, showing out of the defense. But you know, I think divisional game they're going to bounce back. They're not going to they're not going to lay an egg twice. I think Tennessee has problems of their own, um, and especially coming down to crunch time, Tennessee. You know, isn't isn't too great when it comes down to playoff time. Other than having Derrick Henry, who has you know everyone knows what he did the last like three or four weeks of the season last year. So I don't know yeah. if I necessarily see him doing that again. Um, I you know don't necessarily have the confidence in Ryan Tannehill either. I think their defense is solid enough. Their coaching staff is good enough that it's going to be a close one. Uh, but I I think that. You know, Deshaun and his weapons on offense that are going to come out and score score some points, get, score enough to get it done, and then uh, the defense will make some adjust, adjustments from, you know, their embarrassment last week. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Titans here. I think the Titans are destined. Titans are hot right now. Titans are playing really well. Derrick Henry's running the ball really well. Ryan Tannehill is looking for a big contract from them. Texans did look flat last week, and a lot of people may be crediting. Did they play their biggest game against the Patriots? People figured them out. You know, Broncos kind of figured them out a little bit last week. They played. They they are they won't beat the Patriots two weeks ago. The Super Bowl high. You know, their their Super Bowl in the regular season against the Patriots. They won. Or are they just coming down from that? I feel like people figured them out. Um, and a game in Tennessee. Now it will be a different story, maybe if it's in Houston in Week Seventeen. But right now it's in Tennessee, uh, in uh, in Houston. But right now it's in Tennessee. I gotta I gotta go Titans here, and I gotta go Titans minus three. 
I do think it it is a close game, but I think it's a little bit more than three. But if that line moves to you know like four, three and a half, four, um, you know I'm probably going to shy away from that. All right, gotcha. We'll we'll take a shot here and we'll talk about our um, next game of Bills versus Steelers. All right, so cheers. We'll talk about this. You ready? Yep, let's go for it. All right, here you go. All right. <clears throat> oh, God. It's so good. All right. Bills versus Steelers. Where is this game? Where is this game? Where is this game? Oh, it's, it's yeah, flex. All right. It's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh giving two and a half over under 36 and a half. Wow. They're thinking this is going to be a defensive battle. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> All right, who you got? Uh, so, you know, before I get too far into it, credit Mike Tomlin for the work that he's done with, you know, all that's happened to the Steelers this season because they really have absolutely nothing, and uh, he's somehow making it work at 8-5. and five. But that mm-hmm. said, uh, I'm going to take the Bills uh, in, the, in the road game here Sunday night. I think, uh, you know, Josh Allen gets that appearance in prime time, and, uh, you know, defense is going to show up for – third string quarterback in the Steelers and you know he doesn't have a whole lot of people to throw the ball to so I'm gonna take the Bills on the road all right I'm taking I'm taking Steelers at home I think Steelers at home uh kind of figured something out and that defense I think for the Steelers is better than the Bills defense uh it's just it's just a gut play I'm uh I don't really have a lot of reasoning behind it Duck Duck's playing pretty well for the Steelers and also, it's kind of a bias game for me. You know, I don't want to see the Bills win, obviously, for the Patriots' standpoint of view. So, and they got to play the Patriots next weekend or two weeks. So, uh, I'm I'm going I'm going Steelers because I win. Yeah, I mean, like what? like what you said. Uh, you know, the Bills are still alive in the AFC East. So I think they know that, and this is good. This could be a big game if they come out with a win. The Patriots are going to beat the Bengals, obviously, but. You know, another win to stay with New England and then have to play them head-to-head. Uh, they played them tight early on in the season, so, you know, this the team's gotten a little bit uh, more comfortable with each other, a little bit more experience playing together. And, uh, you know, I know the game's going to be in New England. I don't think they necessarily win that game, but I think they, they win Sunday night to make themselves believe that they have a chance against New England. Yeah, we'll talk about the game more in depth next week, but... Uh, we'll get into our last game of the five games before we get into our wild card. This is the shit bowl of the weekend. The Dolphins versus the Giants. Giants at home, giving three and a half over under 46 and a half. One o'clock game. We got. So, uh, just checking this out. So, Danny Dimes is back. Uh, you know, Eli with his one and done. Uh, and then is, he? is that official? Yep, Danny Jones is the starter, at least listed right oh, yeah, now I on ESPN. Hmm? Wow, I not that just came out just now. Uh, I've, I'm look so when I click on the game in the ESPN, it's got Danny Jones. So, uh, okay, I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen anything. So, I I they were still he, the it's still up in the air, but I think uh, they were talking. You know, that could be Eli's last game as a Giant, but. Uh, you know, even even still, Danny Jones or Eli going against Fitzmagic, uh, actually going to take the Dolphins here. Um, if I actually look at 
the spread. You know, the Giants are four and eight this year against the spread. Um, so they're favored by a three. I like the Dolphins to come in and, uh, you know, move the ball against them and score some points. And ultimately, you know, uh, a team that scores more points wins the football game. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with Dolphins as well. Um, you know, I feel like it's funny. Dolphins played the Jets this past weekend in Jersey, and they got to go back to Miami and then fly back up, play in New York in the same stadium. So, you know, they'll get a little comfortable there. It's funny, they kicked seven field goals against the Jets to make it 21, but they lost by one on a last-second field goal. And, you know, the refs overturning a PI penalty, you know, again, talks about the refs for this um, earlier in the episode. But I'm going Dolphins, you know, fits magic. And I think that the, the Giants just shouldn't win, you know. They'll, right now, they're the two pick. Yeah. And they'll get Chase Young because that defense needs help. And, you know, we'll talk about the Heisman stuff later on, but – I just, I just think that the, I just think that the dolphin, the dolphins will win. I just, I, and also I just don't think the Giants should win. I just don't. I just think they should tank. Yeah, I mean at this point, at this point, tank. take the two pick. You're gonna, you're in line to get Chase Young. As a Cowboys fan, I hate to see that because that kid is really good. Um, yeah, I know. But, yeah. You know, in terms of strategy as the organization, I, you know, you're gonna want to lose that game. All right, and now we're gonna do it. We'll take a shot. We'll talk about our wild card. Ready? Cheers. Yep, go for it. All right. <clears throat> Who's your wild card? My wild card game is Browns versus Cardinals. And let's see. Right now, Cleveland is a two and a half point favorite, you know, an over under at 48. So this game is being played in Arizona. Both mm-hmm. teams are uh, – I'm sorry. Uh, the Browns are 5-7-1 and one against the spread. The Cardinals are 7-5-1 and five and one against the spread. Um, you know, I think there's a little bit of drama going on in Cleveland. OBJ wants out. Uh, you know, after every game he's asking, you know, come get me, come get me. Um, I think he wants out. I think Baker knows he wants out. A uh, little bit of a little bit of tension going on there, but – I think uh, I think Arizona Cardinals pull this one out at home in a tight one. Okay, I mean that's that's not too bad. I'm just before I get my pick because I had one pick in mind. I think I'm gonna change it. Ooh, so I'm just, la- I'm just, last I'm, second I'm, gut check. Yeah, I'm I'm just checking a stat here. I just want to I just want to see. Okay, so that's that, and then let me see. We're in week fifteen, right? That is correct. That is correct. 17, what's week 17? Okay, yep, okay, I'm changing my pick. I am going Raiders against the Jaguars. Raiders minus five and a half over under 45 and a half. I'm going Raiders at home. Want to know why? Why is that? Last game. Last game in Oakland. Last game in Oakland. I think they have something to play for. For these fans, for everybody, Jaguars look like shit last week. Um, Thanks. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> it like, they look like shit last week. I, I'm going. I'm going Raiders. They just they, last game in Oakland before they moved to Vegas. I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna put up a great performance. Derek Carr, all of them. I just think. I just you know. It's just a, my original play was a square pick. My original play was a square pick. I was gonna go Seahawks over the Panthers. About kind of a bounce back win over the Rams, like they yeah. had last Sunday. 
But you know what? I'm going a little bit closer, and I'm going to go Raiders at home. You know, I like yeah. where I like where your head's at as far as uh, you know. Last game in Oakland, Jaguars kind of looked like shit. Raiders got that you know home last time in the front of the home crowd to play for. Uh, let's just you know let's remember how that worked out for the Golden State Warriors last year in their last game in Oracle. They lost. Okay. Oh. So well, I, but 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 down down there over there on the on the West Coast, you know, they've had enough of that. And I think <laughs> it's a it's a new era. It's a, a, new, it's a new era. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk about real quick our opinions on the um, college football before we get into into the internet. We I picked out a couple cards, um, you know. But before we get talking about that, uh, we'll talk a little bit about college football. We'll talk about mainly the Heisman and the um, the two semifinal games, and then the national championship. Our predictions for the national championship now that the four teams are set. So, Addison, what do you what are you thinking here? All right. Uh, let's talk. We'll talk about. Uh, let's see. I'm pulling up the games right now. We're gonna we start starting with games or Heisman. We'll start Heisman while I pull up. The All right, game so we'll start with Heisman. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow's the clean favorite right now. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I think it it's actually it's like Burrow, Young, then Fields, and then it's Jalen. Um, I don't think I don't think Jalen gets it. I know he's been there for four years, but you know, I just I think Oklahoma has more weapons that could get it done without having Jalen there. So I don't think he's necessarily the most important. Um, I don't think feel, I mean, Fields has had a great year. I don't think he's going to take it either. It's going to be, I think it's a close vote between Chase Young and Joe Burrow, but uh, I, you know, I'm going to go with the favorite. I'm going to think I'm going to go with Joe Burrow um, to bring that one home. That, that'd be, you'd be the second player in uh, LSU history to win the Heisman. So, I think that'd be something cool to see. I think LSU's got a great team, but, you know, after every game, they always talk about the leadership of Burrow um, and his talent, you know, taking control of that team. So I think uh, – and and I think what could hurt potentially Jace, Chase Young was his uh, – couple games. I think he missed, what, one, two games this year? Yeah, um, I, think really, yeah. I think he missed two games. So I think that might – come back to bite him just a little bit i mean i think he's definitely got the talent to win it for sure but i'm gonna go with joe burrow all right well i'll i just pulled up the stat here on FanDuel sportsbook of what the odds are for the heisman trophy winners you said it you said you think it's gonna be close close vote between burrow and uh chase right yeah yeah the odds out right now joe burrow is minus fifty thousand. Wow, to win it, and the field—they don't even have individual ones. The field is plus three thousand. Hmm, interesting. So they do not see this being close, and I agree with them. I think Joe Burrow is the clear favorite. The way he played against Georgia and has been playing all season. In what? What? How many games do they play? Like twelve, thirteen games? Uh, they're thirteen because conference championship. Okay, 13 games. He's thrown 49 touchdowns or like 46 touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he's just he's just a leader. You know, he's SEC graduate from transferring or whatever it was. I think they win. Uh, I think he wins the, uh, the Heisman. It's, you know, it's kind of clear, and it's silly to talk about minus 50,000. That's ridiculous. But Yeah, that's a know, clear thing. Yeah, it's clear favorite. All right, real quick, talk about the college football games. Uh, the two those two games. Um, 
Oklahoma versus LSU. LSU is a 13 and a half point favorite over under 75 and a half. I'm going LSU. I'm going LSU minus 13 and a half and the over. You know, it's just for me, no, not really thinking about it too much. LSU, number one seed going against the four seed, Oklahoma. You know, if they did, they almost lost to Baylor. And if they lost to Baylor, Baylor would be in. So it's not like that there should be a clear number four seed. It's basically one, two, three sealed. And then all the way behind is Oklahoma. So I just think LSU is just a clear favorite. It's basically a first round bye for them. Yeah. Um, I, you know, watching the selection show and everything that everybody was saying, like, oh, we don't have a one, two, and three. We've got a one A, one B, one C. I mean, all th- those top three teams are exactly. clear cut better than everybody else. Um, that said, you got to have four teams in the playoff, but, um, I'm going to go LSU to win outright. I actually, I'm actually going to take Oklahoma with the points though. Um, I think they keep it within two touchdowns. The, the offense is explosive, you know, CD lamb and Jalen hurts. And I forget who they've got running the ball. Um, but you know, they've got, they've got the offensive weapons. Um, I love Lincoln Riley as a coach. He gets those guys geared up to play, gets them in the right position. Um, the defense, you know, it's a Big 12 defense. They're going to allow some points, especially to LSU's offense. But I mm-hmm. think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, I think this game goes over. I think uh, I think Oklahoma's going to points, fi- but I like the over. Yeah, I think, uh, think Oklahoma's going to find a way to put up some points um, as they do in the Big 12. And then I think, you know, LSU's going to have to put up points, and they will uh, with Joe Burrow on the offense. Yeah. All right, and now the second game – the highly anticipated matchup, eight o'clock game on uh, December twenty eighth. They're both on December twenty eighth. One's at four, one's at eight. But the highly anticipated Clemson versus Ohio State, two versus three. Ohio State is plus two. Clemson is the favorite over under sixty three. Clemson, um, Clemson is the favorite, but yet they're the three seed in in the standings. Um, who who you who you got here? Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think we probably have the same one, but uh, who are you thinking? So, when uh, did you see the initial lines when these came out? Like the first like over under for this game? No, the o- initial over under for this game was like I think like seventy two or seventy three, and it moved. Like, Holy shit! Yeah, and it dropped. Um, with that drop, you said it was like sixty three now or something. Yeah, yeah. I I like the over there. I think. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean. I, both games in the seventies is a little tough, but I do like the overs telling you to drop ten points. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna go over. I think that's too big of a drop. Um, Clemson's put up over fifty points a game, um, and, and over half their games this season. Their their offense. Yeah, but they haven't played. They, but they haven't played in Ohio State. Yeah, that's the no, thing. They, they no, they haven't. Um, but I think you know they're gonna find a way to put up points no matter what, and they always do in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. you know they're they're easily gonna put up more than thirty. Um, and then as far as Ohio State, between Dobbins and Fields on the offensive side, I mean, they're going to put up points too. That's why I love the over. Um, it was interesting. I think, um, the committee or not the committee necessarily, but, um, I think the Vegas line giving Clemson, you know, as a favorite, as a two point favorite kind of goes back to their initial matchup when Clemson blew them out of the water and held them scoreless. Um, granted, not the same team. Um, two very different teams this year, but uh, I I still think Clemson comes out on top. I think this is one where we could see an upset. 
you know, not necessarily a Vegas upset, but, you know, in terms of seeding, um, I think three, three beats two here. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm also going to go Clemson. Um, it, it's just Clemson, the way Clemson is looking, they're looking really good right now. And Clemson is just, I think they're playing like they played anybody. But well, they're they're playing with a chip on their shoulder because nobody thinks exactly, they're good because enough. people keep saying what we're saying. Which I, I mean, it would drive me too. Yeah. So I agree. I think Clemson's going to win. It's going to be very close. I'm probably not going to touch the game. I'm probably might just take the over. Like, yeah, I like. I, I, I not going to yeah. That's not a bad move. All right. Well, that was talking college football. Well, hold um, on. Now, what's what's of... the national championship? What do you like? So with that, it's, we're both on LSU versus Clemson. LSU Clemson. What do we like? I like LSU. I don't. I know. I'm gonna. I, go, I, know I, your, I know your girl might hate me for it. Yeah, but. she'll hate me too. But she even picked it. She said, "I think that you know Tigers upset Ohio State, but they're gonna lose. It's we're gonna have Tigers on Tigers in the LSU Clemson." But I think she, I think she even thinks that LSU's gonna I, win. I just think LSU's the team of destiny. Joe Burrow, Coach O. They're just well. Did you even see so all? Three of the four teams had a selection show watch party. LSU, Coach O was on a recruiting trip. Campus was quiet. They didn't have anything. They didn't watch the show. They're like, they're they're running on that hole. Anytime, any place, anybody. Like, mm-hmm. they don't care. Yeah. They, they knew they were going to be in. Just tell us where to go and who we're playing. Yeah, they'll show, they'll show up wherever. And I just think, and this game is in New Orleans. Oh yeah, they're gonna, if they, if they can get to the national championship, which they will, they'll, be, they'll beat Oklahoma. It's going to be a home game, and they're going to you don't want to be playing against them in that. No, so I think LSU wins uh, the national championship. That's my pick. Um, can't really place any like future um, bets. I mean, I feel like I could. Let's see here. Let's go all games. Their futures, future. Yeah, I mean LSU's plus one seventy to win it all. Clemson's plus one eighty, Ohio State plus two ten, so they're all quite close. And then you got Oklahoma at plus twelve hundred. So, um, uh, LSU. Uh, hopefully, we're right in our pick for a national champion. Yeah, hopefully. All right, we'll take one more shot here, then we'll just answer some three at the internet. Change things up a little. So cheers, ready? Yep. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Here we go. You ready? First one. Hit me. Would you rather burp the sound of a gong or <laughs> sneeze the sound of a bowling strike? Ooh. I'm going to go with the gong. You know, you you know me. I'll, I'll sit on the couch. We're drinking or something, like drinking beer, throwing beers back, watching the games. I mean, I get to burping when I get, when I get going. And if, yeah. I could, if I could have a gong go off, that would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna go burp the sound of a gong because I don't really burp. No, you so don't. it'd be weird. kind of annoying if I pick sneeze like a bowling strike. So like, you know, this one won't really apply to me. But like, if I do have that one occasional burp, kind of funny. It would. To just you just hear like the, the gong sound, like that would be. <laughs> yeah, just I, thinking I think about that. That's no contest for me. I think that'd be way more entertaining to be able to burp and have it sound like a gong. All right, next one. Would you rather be good looking and always have nice clothes but smell like shit or look like a homeless person but smell nice? So hmm. good looking but smell or homeless person but you smell nice? Uh, I don't know. It, you know, 
I'm going of... good. I'm going. I'm going good clothes because, you know, perception is everything. You know, when they see you, you know, whether on a picture or something, it's fine. You know, you walk by a homeless person, sometimes you don't really smell them because you you just close your eyes. You kind of walk the other direction. So right. it's just the perception that you give somebody when they're walking by you or see something is a whole is a whole different thing. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather look put together too and just try to somehow battle that smell mask it yeah yeah i i like the way you kind of talk to that that's about the same same kind of thought process i had okay and last one would you rather be able to eat as much as you want without ever getting fat or never have to pay for any meals i'd rather not have to pay for any meals yeah i i feel like the majority of my money goes to food yeah, the majority of my money is food and gas. So, like, if I never have to pay for food, I could do a lot of shit. Yeah, and you could work out. To... Yeah, to do it, and 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 healthy meals are very expensive. So, if you don't have to pay for that, you could eat. Yeah, healthy. exactly. I, I, you know, that's a no-brainer. You know, we eat McDonald's and everything. We eat McDonald's and everything because it's cheap. But like, that's not healthy. But it's just cheap, and that's we're living on the college budget. Yeah, exactly. I that's a no that's a no-brainer for me. I free meals anytime I can get it. All right. Well, you heard it here for first, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, it's been it's been real. Been a pleasure. Uh, like I said, we'll keep the tally, we'll keep the tallies going for our death shot for when we get back. We'll come back with you next week with our betting stories from this from this upcoming week that we'll have, but previous week when we record next time. Addison, you know what to do. To listen, follow on social media at Taking Shots underscore, and always stay sloppy.